crowd's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. And we're Bob and Bob Zip. and Zip, along with incredible voice actor Ed Kelly for another exciting show. Uh, today, August 21st, is the date of the show, recorded the night before. There's a Democratic convention going on. I'm not watching it. Ed's not watching it. And I guess Zip is not watching it either. I did watch some of the festivities last night, however. Uh, oh, no, no, wait a minute. <laughs> Sorry, that's the previous night. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on here. Will you watch it <laughs> later? Start. Will you? Uh, are, is it something you, you tape? Uh, well, you can always watch for sound bites. If you tune in right after, you'll, you'll hear all the meat of the, yeah. you know, yeah. The yeah. aggression. Unless you're watching Fox, of course. <laughs> then it's raw That's meat true. it's raw meat yeah it's a there's a mongoose and a snake i believe always <laughs> so uh i watched a little fox today lisa had it on and she was like do you mind because i she likes fox yeah. and i said no 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 it's all propaganda now i'm in every channel i don't i kind of don't watch any of the news well see but that, that's not entirely the case because every now and again they do sprinkle in facts Yes, but I like I like I'm a facts and potatoes guy. <laughs> well, you're not, you're not facts a snarky as a, Laura. Not facts not, as a garnish. You're not a snarky <laughs> Laura Ingram fan, then, are you? No, I don't like any of them. To be honest okay. with you, I really don't like any of them anymore. I yeah. I liked Rachel Maddow for a while because she's really smart and educated, yeah. but then she's doing the same thing. You like if you tune in to a news channel, you're going to hear the spin of their position. That's why I go. <laughs> I know. Some people do that. <laughs> I love that comment. Occasionally, they sprinkle in some facts. New and improved Fox News. Now 13% factual. Yeah. It's not only Fox. It's facts. Yeah. Alternative facts. It's a lot like um, breakfast syrups that don't have any maple in them. Yeah. <laughs> That's close to home, Bob. Yeah. I like the way you come well, up they, with these analogies that they call analogies that are pancake topping. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Maple flavored syrup. See, but at least you can call orange cheese cheese in the US. It has to be processed cheese product in Canada. That's right. Can't that's right. Mislabel it. Cheese is another thing that's often uh, got no cheese in it. Mm -hmm. And there's uh, a lot of milk. Uh, has yeah. no milk in it nowadays. That's true. Yeah, uh, almond milk. Uh, almond milk, um, oat milk. I can't believe so, people make so lattes out of oat milk. Sure, why wouldn't you? Answer me this. When when somebody says it's all, what's the uh, bottom line for all natural? When you hear all natural, so, what does that actually mean? Uh, I, I have actually got a little bit of reading done on this. Um, the word natural is a hundred percent bullshit word. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's not regulated. Because it isn't regulated, but not only that, everything is natural. Yeah. Pollution that's true. is natural. That's right. Chemicals rodent, are rodent feces would be it's natural. all natural. Yes. And uh we are living and this is a very uh existential meaning of life type question you bring up, but always look on the bright, bright side, side of, of life. life. <laughs> <laughs> you know can't right. do the whistle part let's get existential i i can I'm, I'm a terrible whistler oh, okay so i think uh and i was just thinking this before we started recording so it's amazing that you went deep uh on this zip but when they go high you go deep i go deep <laughs> well what is the meaning of all of this anyway do you ever wonder if like the entire world is a mirage and oh, wow. I you, you are the, smoking. What's that? I thought you stopped smoking. I don't smoke. Okay. Uh, and I have no need to get high. I'm already high. <laughs> yeah. So smoking makes me paranoid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. But no, do you, do you, do you ever um, wonder about time and space and about your own consciousness? On in, the time-space continuum. Yes. But do yes. you ever wonder... How much of what we're seeing is an illusion, like the Matrix? <laughs> okay, Morpheus, do tell. Well, <laughs> now wait a minute. What's you're looking at me like I've just spouted some nonsense? No. If you want to turn on the TV, they'll be spouting nonsense all day <laughs> and pretend yeah. it's real. But I'm being serious here. Do, do you guys ever think of, along those lines? I, yeah, I do. I do, and I get into. You, then, then you're getting into black hole, dark matter, black holes, dark matter. Ti, you know, warping time. Um, 
Warping black matter to do time travel, all of that. All of that, yes. Yeah. Now, those are science fiction concepts. Uh, and by the way, that doesn't mean they're wrong. I mean, no, it doesn't. Back because when I was a what kid, was Kirk yeah. would walk towards a door and it would go, mm-hmm. shoop, and it was open. And that happened to me at the pharmacy today. <laughs> <laughs> you see how ahead of things I was, Bob. Yes. Captain yeah. Kirk, everything on the Enterprise. And by the way, they had these little communicators. Yes. You know, I mean. Looked a lot like a cell phone, didn't yeah, it? Pretty much like a smartphone. <laughs> uh, the tricorder. You know, yeah. w- w- what was that? But a pod, a, you know, an iPod, basically, yeah, with some medical devices on it. Yeah. Anyway, so but elaborate. So you do think, like, what does this all mean, and how much of this is illusion? Wow, the astral plane an- <laughs> analysis. This is this is heavy for a podcast, but uh, wow. Where do I go with it? Where do you? Well, let me let me put it to you this way: When we were kids, and Zip and I went. Did you go to Catholic school too? No, I'm a, I'm a Protestant. I'm an. You're Protestant, but Zip, yes. did you go to Catholic school? Oh no, I'm as waspy as they come. Oh, I thought yeah. you were Catholic. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. Well, you seem to have the guilt thing, so that just fooled me. I guess. But anyway, um, perhaps he grew up in the Jewish neighborhood. Yeah, they convinced <laughs> you that there was this God and this heaven. And that uh, God and Santa Claus had the ability to look at you at all times, 24-7, and, and, put, and judge you, basically. They, they, they sort of put it that way. In fact, they called it Judgment Day when you die. And, uh, and then, you know, so your whole, and like, and maybe that was just programmed that way as a kid, but my whole life I felt like there were these gods spying on me. Like, and I, I even included the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> I didn't believe in the tooth fairy because and then I saw my dentist walk. Yeah, how does she know? <sighs> yes, unless she's got me bugged. Then you must have thought there was a Santa Claus for a good amount of time. Oh, absolutely! You were the first yeah. kid in the house, right? Yes, yeah. I was the first kid in the house, and I remember the day that I crawled into a crawl space next to the attic. Uh oh! In November, found the gifts, and I saw a bunch of presents. <laughs> And had the presence of mind to realize there uh-huh. ain't no Santa Claus. <laughs> I didn't. I, 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 what was funny is I, I went into denial. I was like, you don't see these presents. You're not supposed be. to see him. It can't be. And then, but I, it, it went into my mind. And then on Christmas morning, same exact boxes yeah. with little yeah. notes from Santa. Uh-huh. And so w- what I convinced myself was, because when I saw them in the attic, there were no tags on them saying who they're for i see but on christmas morning there was like two robbie from santa claus <laughs> he must he must be a logistics expert well what i figured <laughs> is he stashed them in the attic so he could make better time because it's I, like you it's yeah. like you applied the laws of our local justice system and and you had enough to con to uh Consider reasonable doubt. That's reasonable right. doubt. That, well, I like yes. That. What I what I figured was I did not want, and this has a lot to do with politics, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't want to give up the preconceived things that I believed. That's right. You're comfortable. So I created a logic that worked. Anyway, because there were no labels on him, Santa came, put the labels on him. It was. A, I always thought it was very suspicious that he could do the whole world in one night. This made it <laughs> much clear. Yeah. Clearer. Well, Google Earth does the same yeah. thing, so think about it. But anyway, I so I, I look at the and by the way, when I see Google Earth, mm-hmm. I feel very godlike. Do you? I feel that me looking at the globe. I love zooming out on Google Earth. Oh yeah, and seeing the whole planet, and then I pinch my fingers, which is how I imagine God does it. <laughs> And, and I zoom in on the spot, oh. you know. I go, uh, how fast can I get to my house in Vermont from the entire planet? And I do it, like, in about four seconds because I know exactly where to... And I was like, that's how it feels to be God. Well, Zip, we know what to get him for Christmas. A drone. <laughs> I was going to say, he should get out and volunteer a little bit, get around some other people. What? What are you talking about? So, anyway. The COVID thing is I haven't even started with this stuff. So, so I, I sort of feel like... And I hope you guys are real. (laughs) And maybe I'm not real. You're not real. And you are. 
Well, it's interesting that you would end up in a business that is largely theater of the mind. When yes. You, in other words, you take on a persona that, of a voice that comes out of a box. That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So all of this gets to why I look at the world. And, um, and, and at this age, you know, because I'm, I, I have more time to think about this stuff. Yes. And I don't want to think like everybody else. No. To me, that's boring. Out of the box. Out of the box. Mm -hmm. uh, and when I look at everything, I, I feel like um, I feel like it's all a show. It's all you, a reality show. Would you count yourself as an iconoclast? What is that? That's uh, the, a person that goes against iconography, establishment. You know, sort of an anti-establishment guy. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I love the sound of that. I figured. And by the way, I used to not quite get into this because I didn't want people to think I'm crazy. And now I'm like, <laughs> hell with it. I'm retired. I don't care if you think I'm, I'm crazy. I'm cramming for the exam. This, yeah. is the, this is the back nine. I can say what I want. Well, it's the back nine. It's also, yes, at the, it's sort of towards when life gets shorter, um, what's important? And what's important is to hug the ones you love, tell them you love them. I did that with Lisa tonight. And let everything else go. Forgive yourself. That's, that's a big thing. But forgive others, which is one of the reasons I can't get angry about politics. Try to remember that kind <laughs> of September when life was low and oh so mellow. And you're my dream platonic date, Ed Kelly, because <laughs> <laughs> you can fly in like a Cupid and sing an angel song with reverb like that. And <laughs> That's theater of the mind. It's beautiful. Yes, the it Peter Pan of podcasting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm totally stealing that. Zip. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> why, why hire somebody to do branding when I've got Zip? That's <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah. True. So anyway, <laughs> that's one of the reasons I'm not watching the conventions. And I read an article that said convention ratings are down. Mm. So uh, that it's must bizarre. mean the Democrats have no enthusiasm. It's like, no. I that's don't need enthusiasm to not vote for a moron <laughs> and the truth is i'm not enthusiastic about biden no, well neither neither was uh, obama last time out by the way right? i i saw a there was a poll today that uh, was referring to biden as people were voting for him just so they didn't have to vote for Trump. Of course, yeah. yeah. They didn't didn't He's necessarily totally yeah. yeah default exactly. Yeah, yes. and Kamala Harris. I don't. You know. I'm, I mean, let's put it this way. I liked it when the president was kind of a figurehead and didn't try to become a dictator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm laughing on the outside. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Kamala Harris is a prosecutor, so. Yeah. Uh, I love the fact that is now that we don't prosecute anybody who commits a crime, we, you know, pardon them. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe she'd be good. I, I view her as the main presidential candidate, by the yeah, way. Well, of course, because you know, Joe may or may not. None of us is guaranteed tomorrow. You know, tomorrow's yeah. tomorrow, Elvis is tossed out the best man. So tomorrow's promise no one. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis is still with us. Don't you talk about him like he's gone. <laughs> Wow, this conspiracy theories I can take, yeah. but that's just over the top there, Bob. No, but it, it, she really looked good last night. Like, I don't know what they did. And I, I saw her when she did her own bid for the office, and uh, she looked great. But last night, she they must have airbrushed her or something. She looked like a well, Barbie doll. Remember, this whole thing now is it's not live. It's produced, yeah. It's produced. I think yeah. the... Um, I think this convention is the best thing that ever happened to the Democrats. It, well, well, maybe... As certainly for getting the message across without all the crazy convention stuff where people, yeah. it looks like hee-haw, you know, when people going nuts. I, know. <laughs> I can't wait for the Republican convention, too. And, and again, I won't watch it. I'll just catch the sound bites. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I wonder what they have up their sleeve. <sighs> I don't know. I Maybe. don't know. But uh, all I know is Hillary last night, and I, and I love her work, and I, I think she should have you know, I, I think she's probably the most qualified for the for the job, but, you know, she's not going to get it. And I just want to be her voice coach. I really do. Oh, because, because she doesn't know how to communicate. Yeah. She has no presence. It's yeah. just so sad. Her communication style is, is awful. Yeah, I, I Despite the fact that. that her resume is the best, you know, or one of them. Well, and a lot of people, especially, you know, uh, on the Democratic side, really believe that. 
she still has a lot of fans. Um, mm -hmm. You know, in this in this modern era, you do have to be a communicator and say what you want about Donald Trump, but he's more of a communicator than we've had since. Oh, I don't know. JFK. Well, in that a carnival barker is also a communicator. <laughs> well, I, again, no judgment. I'm not judging his communication. I've decided it, not to vote for him, but that, his, and that's as far as I go because to a whole lot of people, he represents, you know, blowing up the system that they can't stand. And, and I can't he, say I disagree with that aspect yeah, yeah. of it. And that's what got him in. Yeah. The swamp thing. Yeah. Yeah. But well, he, and also because he looks like an American eagle. <laughs> yeah. or just, or maybe someone that's been at the bar too long at the elks club i think it's the elks <laughs> not either you got to admit his presidency truly has been the greatest show on earth it has oh you know, man. Has. from entertainment value he really can't and let me tell you something else because uh you know I, like i said no judgment the stock market's done fine it's e killing. Even it's in the, the pandemic, in it's yeah. almost back. Yeah, tech stocks largely. And and the calculation that was made on the death panel side, the Republicans used the term death panels to describe yep, what would happen did. if we had health care, yep. but they're really the death panel people. They, they don't care if people die. No. In fact, the whole decision, I, I'm starting to see the logic of it, was made like, let's reopen the goddamn economy, mm -hmm. bring the stock market back quick before November, if half as many people die as get killed by cigarettes every year, and that's 400,000 that cigarettes take every year. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Who, yeah, maybe this Soylent Green thing has legs for yeah. these older people who are victims. <laughs> well, uh, you know, give me the screenplay. Let me look right. at that again. They won't say it out loud, but even my Republican <laughs> friends are, are, I really don't think they care. No, well, and it, but it's not just your Republican friends. It's a lot of people. You can't. You can, that's a broad brush you're you're painting with, Mister Rivers. Well, it, it's uh, and maybe not broad enough, as you're saying, because a lot of my Democratic friends are hypocrites. They'll oh, say we totally. open too soon. There's not enough restrictions, and then I'm flying out to New York to drive across the country with my daughter. I don't want to mention Spike by name, but that's what he did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wondering why he wasn't here this week. Now I know. And prior to that, everything was about how we're not being careful enough, but we all will do hypocritical things if they're yeah. in our own self-interest. Yes, so. and that is that is true. I'm glad we didn't talk about politics tonight. That's good. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the meaning of life and all of this stuff. Uh -huh. And, uh, and the, uh, the politics, when you think about it, you have one vote. Yeah. Yes, you can try. Well, I don't even have that, actually. because I'm not You don't citizen. have that. You're no. a convicted. No, you're Canadian. That's right. I'm yes. sorry. I'm <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> you stole our maple syrup, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Vermont is number one uh, in the States for producing maple syrup. The Canadian maple syrup is an awesome, huge business, too. Yes, it is. You like the gentleman just farmer, me? Bob Rivers, gentleman yeah. farmer. Yeah. yeah. My name's Bob Rivers. I sell bees and what they produce. <laughs> I got blueberries growing out back. Yeah. You do. Well, you know what else I got? Maple syrup. It's the out syrup, there in the still. I don't even know why I do it because you know there's no money in it. I lose <laughs> a certain number of thousands of dollars every year. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I'm packing it up and sending it to people, and they're having a nice breakfast. And that's the same job I used to have. Maybe I'll be there to shake your hand. <laughs> Maybe I'll be there to share the land. The no, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? I, yeah. When we did Jimmy, this zip. Jimmy we, Dean did the same with pork sausage. Exactly. You know what? But funny. we used to wake people up and put a smile on their face. And with maple syrup, I get to do that, but I don't have to think. Yeah, <laughs> or run the risk of being politically incorrect as we add another yeah. Issue. yeah maple syrup is benign, isn't it? Uh, yes, it's very um, non-denominational. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's see what else is going on. We have some cool uh, Ed Kelly stuff. Mm -hmm. um, flight travel was down eighty-five percent. Yeah, they're begging people, man. God I saw a flight today almighty. for twenty-some odd bucks. Wow. Yeah. Here's a here's a current pilot announcement on a flight. Is your captain speaking? I'd like to welcome all of you aboard Broken Spirit Airlines. And by all of you, I mean Steve. We've just reached our cruising altitude of 300 social distances. 
If you look at the left side of the cabin, you'll see empty seats. If you look at the right side, you'll see more empty seats. If you look at the cockpit, you'll see me questioning my career choice. I've uh, turned off the wear mask light, so feel free to breathe our, hopefully, corona-free recycled air. In a few minutes, your terrified flight attendant will come around to sell face shields for only $3 and face shields without holes for only $9. And if you're looking for entertainment, our on-demand movies tonight are Contagion Outbreak, Pandemic, and COVID Snakes on a Plane. On behalf of the entire crew, just me and your weeping flight attendant, I'd like to thank you for choosing Broken Spirit, but uh, I won't because, uh, well, we're the only airline left, aren't we? Sheesh. I hope no one from the airline industry is listening. That's pretty, that's pretty cold. Billy Bob has pilot friends. So. Oh, and oh, I love man. a lot of airline people. A good friend of mine is a pilot for Alaska, and he was mostly furloughed. He's back to flying a little bit. The um, the industry don't I mean don't worry too much. They're getting totally bailed out by the federal government. Of course, yeah. What if the printing press breaks down? <laughs> yeah. What happened to backing it up with bullion? It just went out the window. Long time ago, oh, man. Long, yeah. long time ago. Now the government the government can print its way out of this pandemic. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. Um. I guess. I mean, in a way, it does seem right. <laughs> it's a precursor to collapse, Bob. Well, you say that, but mm -hmm. think about it. We have food, right? Mm -hmm. We have entertainment until I've finished watching everything on Netflix and Amazon Prime. <laughs> yes. Those of us with jobs that still matter yeah. in the pandemic are doing them, right? Mm -hmm. People have now thoroughly gotten uh, it's now to the point where face masks are the norm there's still you know people that aren't all in of course uh, but for the most part now when i throw on the mask before i go into a store i feel like that makes me look responsible early on in the face mask thing and i would blame some of this on our lack of leadership from our president but I, I would feel like, ah, what are people going to say when they throw up feeling with it? Do I look like a wuss? That's seriously how I felt. Hmm. And or like if no one else is wearing it, am I going to look like, you know, a pussy? And uh, <laughs> and now I, I got out of the car today. I had to stop by an insurance uh, place. They needed us to update our for our homeowners insurance. We, you know, we have to promise that we're not cooking meth. <laughs> Even if you are. A few other things, too. Yeah. yeah. Have you, you know, have you been in any accidents? Do you have any, do, they ask if you have dogs. Yeah. They ask if you're running any businesses out of your house. A bunch of stuff that I think they have to ask every couple. Anyway, I decided instead of putting it in the mail, I would drive down mm -hmm. in the center of town. And I got out of the car and I walked to the door without my mask. Oops. And when I got to the door, I saw the sign, masks required. So I went, oh, I got to go back to the car. And I got my mask on, and I walked in, and when I got in... Nobody wearing masks. Uh, no, they're all in masks. <laughs> oh, they were? Yes, okay. and there's plexiglass shields, wow. and the gal at the insurance company said, oh, thanks for bringing it in. She said, I'm going to need some information from you. Uh, <laughs> and and they, she already knew my name, but she needed our my phone number for contact. In Vermont now, everything you do in public, they take your information down for contact tracing. Oh, I see. Okay. Is that right? Yeah, wow. so I feel even better. Now, I, yeah, and that, well, that's why you guys are the lowest in the country. At well, least you were. we're close. We had four cases today, which was crazy. Wow. Um, there were only One two. was Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet Bernie's careful. Man, that's part of probably why he dropped out. It's like, hey, I might live a little longer. Yeah. Do you do I, a Bernie I Sanders? Take, I can't, not very well, Bob. Oh. <laughs> that's pretty good. It's not bad. I, I, I have to work up to it, Bob. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so I, in, we went to a restaurant the other night. I'm not going to repeat that experience. Uh, I wasn't comfortable. Yeah, we, it was outside, yeah. mm -hmm. and there was a little bit of a breeze. Uh, but you're outside, and there's trucks going by. And the woman who waited on us had one of those visor plastic shields. Yeah. Not yeah. a mask, of course. 
to, you know, prevent her from talking directly into your face. PPE, as they say. Right. But they did the same thing. Uh, they uh, took all your info down so they could contact Trace if they needed to. And they had one of those um, square barcode scanner thingies mm-hmm. on the table. So you didn't have to pick up a menu. You could hold oh, your wow. phone over that. Wow. Scan it, and the menu comes up on your phone. Yeah. That's really forward, forward thinking. And I thought, okay, we'll get better at this as time goes on. Well, it's moved a lot of jobs ahead 20 years. The tech, the whole, that's why the whole tech thing is just off the charts. Right. Really has. Yeah. So I mean, a lot I, of jobs that were going the way of all flesh anyway mm-hmm. um, were just hastened in the process. And in that sense, it's maybe a good thing. The only thing bad about it is the people who are dying. Mm-hmm. But the numbers, you see, and this is a, this is a, a terrible thing to admit. To give so, voice to, yeah. So I'm but going to admit that other people are heartless about this. <laughs> That's a, oh boy. I'm going to say it's terrible you, of them to You know, to be, you really should send your resume to Fox. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm going to say it's terrible that they're heartless about it, but I can understand why. I see this guy as a press secretary for the White House in the future. Don't use him. I mean, he can pivot like nobody's business. I've always been fascinated by death, okay? Because it's uh, death and taxes. That's one morbid fixation. The only certain things. Mm. And uh, spin, I would say spin is the third one if you wanted. And and so look, every year approximately 400,000 people die of causes related to smoking. Mm-hmm. Every year, the death toll of normal turnover of our population is two point something million. I don't want to misquote it. Yeah. So when you look at something like COVID-19, yes, it's terrible yeah. f- for those affected. But if you look at it um, dispassionately, yeah. like other evil people do, not me. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it, 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 you know what I mean? As bad as it is, yeah. um, I've always felt that we should focus on how to live with it smartly. Uh, like I thought the whole shutdown thing, that's a thing you can do for four to six weeks. And then, yeah. And if you do it really well, almost all the cases go away. If. And then you do contact tra- tracing and you open up. And fewer people die. And in the the United States couldn't do that. Because when we shut down, my friend Hank, my maple syrup buddy, Mm -hmm. who works at the gun factory, I don't want to mention the name of the factory anymore. I don't want to get it. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They didn't shut down. You know why? Because the Democrats are coming to power. That's why. Because the Republicans are in power and, and, and guns... Are you know people locked in their houses and yeah. fearing things? They need more guns. Yeah. Um, if you, if you and, like spin, you should have watched Fox last night. <laughs> oh, really? What they do last oh, night? Oh, are you kidding me? Joe Biden is no Barack Obama. All sizzle, yeah, no yeah, steak. Yeah. You know, he's incapable of being the front man of his own campaign. And, uh, and they may have a point on all of that. Oh, I, I get it. But yeah. then, then they then they start talking about, you know, this president is do, did an amazing job of dealing yeah, with that's COVID. N- that's no. not so much of a point. But Republican policies have goosed the stock market. Yeah. And yeah. I almost wish I was back to making serious money because uh, rich people got serious tax breaks. Yeah. I'm not getting them now. Uh, but I also, you know, the capital gains tax is lower. There's a whole bunch of stuff they did that that does, I, you know, I don't totally disagree with juicing the economy by uh, pumping steroids into businesses. I really don't. But not, but not this close to November. I mean, you know. Well, clearly the whole idea is for the election. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, look, I don't know if I've made any points at all. You have. Uh, actually, we know now, and Zip, tell, tell me if I'm right here. He went into the insurance t- today b- because he wanted to discuss actuarial tables. <laughs> That's what it sounds no. like, actually. Uh, no, it's he our, has a morbid fixation it, with death. It was our home insurance, and I okay. just wanted to get the paperwork in okay. right away. All right. But, uh, oh, something else we're considering? What's that? Solar. 
Oh yeah, God yeah. That's that's the clean. I mean thought you were go. moving. I thought you were giving up the farm. And- no, we we toyed with that idea for five minutes, but as long as you're renting, you know you know how in some businesses uh, you get golden handcuffs, mm-hmm. and you know what golden handcuffs are, right? Absolutely, because you got to stay there in order to earn your retirement. Yeah. In Vermont, once you have a nice little place like this, you buy mm-hmm. it for almost nothing. Mm-hmm. Then you put a bunch into it, and it's yours. And it's like a classic car. Like you could buy the <laughs> coolest classic car for five grand and put twenty grand into it, and you know what it's worth? Uh, Fifteen. Five. Still worth five. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. And so it, it's green handcuffs. I call it. So yeah. you know, we thought of. Uh, Sometimes Green handcuffs is the thing for me. <laughs> well, sometimes we'd like to live closer to the city where, you know, we could go to a Starbucks without, you know, taking half a day. Oh, come on. But, uh, or a Trader Joe's. Do oh. you need that much high fruct- fructose corn syrup? No. And, and, but Lisa likes Trader Joe's and she likes, you know, various stores that you can only get in the cities. She likes three buck chuck and you know it. Yeah. I and mean, we don't have that stuff, so... But it's now it's beautiful here. We'll make yeah. maple syrup. I've been there. It is very beautiful. Someday it's they'll fun. find me frozen in the spring like <laughs> Jeremiah Johnson. <laughs> With a piece of pemmican in his mouth. Yeah. yeah. With a coonskin cat. <laughs> All right. All right. It is uh, coming up on uh, the time to introduce Andrew. Uh, but before we bring him on, what'd you think of Gabriel the other night? I thought he killed. Yeah. I thought yeah, he was very, very, very good. Good comic. Yeah. Uh, if we hang around Andrew, we might get some more good comics out of him. Hey, gotta love that. He's really good at that stuff. And uh, and he surrounds himself with really great friends. Oh, by the way, oh, and I gotta tell him this. Let's let's bring him on. Uh, he's, you know, he's our uh, house comic. I call him the house cracker. <laughs> <laughs> For the Bob and wow. Zip show with Ed Kelly. And he's also my son, Andrew Rivers. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Yeah. What a wonderful uh, welcome. <laughs> Don't sound too happy. You know, I was, I was thinking back to um, when I used to do your radio show and we had a nickname for the segment. Do you remember what it was? I don't. Uh, we called it Nepotism at Nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, we did. That's, That's And really it was cool. very appropriate. Yeah. So I was trying to think of like a new, you know, a new name for the segment. And so I got jokes for the old folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Jokes for, jokes for the, the old folks home, you know? <laughs> it's like I'm putting this on my resume as community service. I just wanted everyone <laughs> to be fair. aware. Yeah, I do. Well, Once a week, amen. stop by, make sure they're not lonely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we could also call it I Can't Breathe. Yo, that's, that's dark. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. just dark. That's tough. Here's I get it. See, I like it. Bob. House Cracker goes over way better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think that one goes over well, but. <laughs> like a fart. I, I hear the Cincinnati Reds need a new announcer if you're. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Ooh. No, Ooh. All right. So, uh, welcome. Hey, Gabriel was great. Thank you for getting him. Yeah, he's widely considered, and these things are pretty uh, controversial, but he's widely considered probably the best comedian that Seattle uh, can provide. I so, see. Does, yeah. he, have a a food, does second, he have a food but... taster when you serve him dinner? Uh, <laughs> I'm just a fan of the guy. I mean, yeah, you know. he's great. That's <laughs> kind a good of good job. Say. Yeah. That's not the way to get ahead, Bob. Are you widely considered in the top two or three, I would imagine, right? Uh, it depends who you're asking. Um, (laughs) me? Absolutely. That's good. In the Seattle comedy contest, I got fourth place out of, uh, 32 people, which is pretty good. That's good. uh, I was the top comic from Seattle in the competition that year, so. Oh. That's right, because people come from all over. Correct. The county. Well, people come from Denver and Boston. I mean, it used to be uh, somewhat reputable to be like, I won a competition, but they've sort of developed into like, you know, the judges are the weatherman. So you're kind of like, <laughs> right, right. you know, you're not feeling judged by, by your peers as much, mm-hmm. but they're still good to test your act, you know, because it's like, for example, the, the Seattle contest is three weeks long. 
And so the first week is only five minutes. And then the second week, if you advance, is 10 minutes. And then the third week is 15 minutes. So it's almost, and then you have like five shows each round. So it's almost like an NFL season where you're like <laughs> making changes in between each, each show, right, each right. game. You know, and then you get to the end, and you're like, "Why did I throw a pass on the goal line? That was so stupid." <laughs> right, and, then, and try not to get injured at the wrong. Yeah, time. absolutely, yep, absolutely. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, all right. So, whew. Uh, by the way, Christopher Titus called me. Oh, good. I gave him your number. I hope that's okay. No, it was really cool. That's he's one of the big top comedians in the country, and uh, we would love to have him on maybe next week or the week after. It sounds like he's up for it, though. He's a good guy. Yeah, just text him whenever. All right. He's mentored you, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he wants to take credit for that all the way. but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably not. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, your show, doing your show allowed me to meet all sorts of cool people and develop relationships. And, uh, and so when I first started, Titus, uh, you guys made me tell a joke. And uh, it wasn't a good joke. There's a couple key parts to the story. Okay. Is I told the joke uh, on air, and you guys kind of gave me a chuckle. And then during the break, you go, oh, we're going to have Titus on. You should tell Titus a joke. And in my head, I'm like, what a great idea. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) you know, why don't I tell a professional a joke that me, I've done three open mics. I'm sure he would love... It's true. If I call into a radio station to promote my special, please have your son tell me his joke. <laughs> and so uh, it bombed. And then, you know, he it was only quiet for a second, but it feels like, you know, 30 minutes. Yeah. 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 And uh, and so then, he, but then he gave me some great comedy writing advice. And, um, and and I remember that you were just getting started, and here I am telling. But uh, the reason I told him is because he was one of my favorite comics of all time, Christopher Titus. He had a show on Fox. He had another show on ABC. He had a special called Love Is Evil uh, that <laughs> just is a screaming ninety minutes. And then he would do another special every eighteen months. And I just considered him to be this amazing, amazing guy. And so after I introduced him to you and he gave you really good advice on the air, he gave you about three minutes of how to do comedy. Right. And the, and you took that advice. And Yeah, here, it was basically like um, uh, after every sentence should be an attempt at a punchline. Mm-hmm. Like anytime you type out a joke and you have a period, the next sentence should attempt Set up some kind punch. of a joke. Yeah. And... And and I and it's really difficult. And you know, I remember specifically uh, years where I wasn't as good of a comic, and I would be writing out jokes and going like, "Screw him, that's impossible." And then I'd watch his special and be like, "All right, well, goddamn, you can do that." You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Well, and eventually he would come back to town, and you would open for sure. him, and he'd have you open yeah. for him in theaters, and he'd have you fly. So the open for him. the yeah. first night, I was like three years into comedy, and he was doing Snoqualmie Casino, oh my which was, uh, you know five minutes from where I got beat up in high school. And so <laughs> now I'm like backstage before the concert, just kind of talking to him and going like, yeah, I'm dry. I just put a hundred thousand miles on my car this year. I'm an idiot. I'm driving around the country. And he goes, uh, I just worked at Rooster T feathers in San Jose, which is like his home club. That's where he started. Right. And he was like, well, if they hired you, you can't be terrible. And so the casino director walks in and goes, hey, five minutes to showtime. What's the order? And Titus goes, hey, you want to do five minutes? And there's, uh, you know, 1,200 people out there. Yep. So I was like, let me change my underwear real quick. (laughs) (laughs) And and then I'm on the side of the stage. And then mom is texting me from the audience going, hurry up. The show's about to start. (laughs) And I'm on stage and i'm trying to text her back but they're holding the rope and i'm trying to be like i am the show but i can't say anything so great and so uh i just walked out and even keith was walking in and like still carrying drinks and then he pulled up his phone to record me and then the security guard shouted at him and he was like that's my brother (laughs) and then uh they were like i guess keep recording yeah and uh yeah and I so have immunity. You know, that's my brother I, 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 the <laughs> yeah, laws exactly. don't apply to me yeah but you did uh, you did the five minutes and it was good it was good 
It was yeah, good enough. Yeah, I got off stage. I introduced his wife, uh, and then he put his arm around me and was like, good job, and here's a couple... Uh, tag ideas and a couple different things and I was yeah. like oh cool yeah you know oh, nice great. how cool is that yeah That's very good. very good cool and uh just and and that continued and there's there have been a lot of other great comics too that uh, you know I, I nepotism at nine that was yeah. the name of the show hey, yeah, yeah. well now it's 9 p.m say yeah. yeah so good. <laughs> nepotism at bedtime yeah <laughs> so uh Andrew what's up this week well, I've been, uh, I was, uh, uh, you know, thumbing through some old photos and I, I think I have built an early immunity to bat related viruses. Huh. <laughs> and? Uh, cause I met Ozzy Osbourne at your house. Oh, oh wow. That's true. I don't even fucking remember. Mm. You were <laughs> yeah, how- well, neither of us remember much from that night. Yeah, you were you how that. old? At that point. Well, I don't know. What year was it? Ooh. Well, I would say 93? this. From what year did that album come out? It's about 93. I think that is right. right. So then i eight. You're eight. No more tears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was when No More Tears was out. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Can you so sing it for us, Ozzy, with a little reverb? Can, can I say what? Can you sing No More Tears? No More Tears. <laughs> Sharon, what it up a bit. Yeah, so Ozzy came to the house. That was the other weird thing growing up, probably in our house, is all these rock stars would come over because I had a recording studio. In the garage. Yeah, and Ozzy, um, Ozzy was strange uh, by design. I mean, what you saw on the reality show is really who he was. Yeah. He, he's led around like a guy who barely knows where he is. And when he arrived at our house, we had brought listeners and they were blindfolded in a limousine because we didn't want them to know where we lived. Jesus. That's right. Yeah. And Ozzy had a rider for everything. Yeah. So the day he arrived, he was supposed to have a certain Starbucks latte. Oh, Jesus. And you know, at Starbucks, the even a basic latte can sound like a complicated... You know, a, a, a tall, double... Double half cap macchiato. Yeah, macchiato. Up, no whip. Three pumps, you know, the whole thing. <laughs> and But his writer even said it had to be hot. It had to be at least 92 degrees or something. And uh, and so I remember the person in charge of getting the, lot, the, the latte needed to be communicated with... I don't think we even had text back then. There were cell phones. But the person they had hit to be you up com- for a rectal thermometer. Well, that they had to be communicated <laughs> with that when Ozzy was at exit thirty four, that that's the moment they would order the latte. <laughs> it would you take have to be kidding. It, yeah, it there, would take four minutes to get there, and he got there, the latte and he sipped it. And he was like, oh, "Is there a difference between an oral and a rectal thermometer?" Zip? <laughs> what is it? The taste. The taste. <laughs> right. So you remember? Do you remember being in there with Ozzy? And what did you think of that? I remember everyone else being excited. I mean, I obviously didn't understand the, the context right. of his visit. Uh, but I remember him being on the phone, and I remember I was like, oh, I'm not allowed to say most of those words. Huh. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But did anyone, this is what's funny to me, is like, did anyone say, like, hey, maybe don't bring your eight-year-old around the darkness of Prince, or, you know, like the... The, the Prince, Prince of, of Darkness or whatever? The, like, the Darkness of Prince is a different artist uh, who's also yeah. died of a drug overdose. Yes. Oh, well, now the Prince of Darkness. It's yeah. 1979, man. It's a little before my time. But yeah. Um, but yeah. Your parents had I bad know. judgment. I mean, we <laughs> also... We also <laughs> I mean, you never know what kind of hidden messages are in those songs and yeah. what kind of loose upbringing oh. that has on a child. Mm. Well, the big the big story is uh, the number one song in the world right now. I don't know if you've seen it. What is it? It's it's a Cardi B song. She's a rapper. Yes, I heard about this. What's the song about? Um, irrigation. <laughs> it's about irrigation. Um, yeah. It's well, the clean version is wet and gushy. Yeah. Wet so, and gushy. Uh, okay. Yeah. They're. Um, 
planting seeds and they're, uh, <laughs> oh, you know, okay. it's a very Propagating. sexual song. Okay. Yeah. Trying to, By the way, trying to get it. We, we're not on <laughs> terrestrial radio anymore. Right. Yeah, but I don't want to hurt not your 12. Well, sensitive you, you, ears. Uh, I know yeah. you know yeah, yeah. about sex. It's okay. You uh, can well, say not a lot, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as much as you'd like, yes. <laughs> Some of the uh, the lessons have been, have been a minute, but... Um, well, yeah, it's, I mean, number 93 million streams and everyone's like, how dare wow. you put this filth in front of our children? And so I was just kind of making fun of that idea right. of music has always been like the Beach Boys were not the, uh, you know, the clean. That's true. You know, wish they could all be California girls. I don't think they're talking about playing Yahtzee, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Well, they're saying I get around. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Mike Love stole my date, the bugger. I want to play this Cardi <laughs> really? B song because yeah. oh it, yeah, it was on the news. Are you it, filming your reaction? Have you? You've never heard this song before? No, and I haven't. I didn't film tonight. I totally forgot. You. You know, you with old people, you have to remind them every. Uh, I have to remind. Them. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can film yourself re watching this video for the first time. Okay, hearing the Cardi B. Hang on a second. I will do that. Let's see if I let's see if I've got the video. First off, uh, I can't film and play it at the same time. Hang you can't on. play it on your computer. You haven't got a laptop. Uh, no, because for you to hear it, I have to play it on my uh, I see. iPad. Cardi, no film this week. Sorry, my problem. All right. Cardi All B right. WAP. Yep. Unclean version. Oh boy! You know, the music videos. Well, you you can decipher the clues even with the edited version. Okay. Uh, explicit lyrics. Here we come. Let's see if it's gonna play. I don't know if this will play in stereo, but you'll get the idea. I hear it. Yeah. I said certified free. Seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. Make that pullout game weak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop. Put this wet ass pussy. Oh my. Give me everything you got. Put this wet ass All right, you're right. As a parent, you're never comfortable listening to something like that. <laughs> We had, to film, and we had to film Elvis. Yeah. Can we time that? He made it 10 seconds in? <laughs> oh my um, God. 29 <laughs> seconds I lasted. But, okay. But half of that was the intro. Okay. Yeah. Certainly isn't very Gershwin-like. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So a song like that, by the way, does it get into being a song? Does it just yeah. do that the whole time? <laughs> I mean, it's, hang on a second. I just want to yeah, skip They ahead. rhyme and they make it clever and it's fun. Yeah, but is there music? <laughs> no, they're just talking. No, there's there is sixteen notes. Hang on, off a high hat. My hegem is fire, Bunani the sun. He is going to dry and it's coming outside. Yeah, run on that dana. The kazba hami. I spit on his mic and I hit on a sami. Okay, never mind. Yeah, you sound like the people when Dylan came out. Yeah. All right. Music. Newport Jazz. Now, but that's like that blurred lines thing. Basically, it's a it's only I think it's only popular because it's a train wreck of explicit lyrics. Right. And remember Blurred Lines. Uh, what was that guy's name? And he had all Robin naked. Thick. Yeah. yeah. He had all naked girls dancing. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's a pretty good song. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think it's a song at all. <laughs> a song well, has I guess melody, a verse, chorus, sure. a bridge. I mean. I guess the joke was like, uh, you know, I grew up listening to walking around in women's underwear. That was my Walk childhood. So underwear. that was a parody. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, you know, I guess there are worse things that uh, people can hear as a kid. I don't know. Well, weren't you like a teenager, like with MC Hammer? Was that about your age? Was he? No, no. Predated no. him. Um, uh, my, my, like, uh, my. Kanye. Yeah. 50 Cent and that kind of thing was 50 Cent. Oh. 50, yeah. I can't believe you don't cent. pronounce it right. 50 Cent. Well, he, you, you called know. him Cracker. What do you want the kid to do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're the judge of racial sensitivity. <laughs> <on this show. laughs> In your face, Rivers. <laughs> but oh, I will, like, that is, I think that those songs are important because yeah, you can, are. you know, I mean, that music video is better sex education than you're going to get on Zoom classroom right now. So. <laughs> the moment, yeah. <laughs> That's a wild. I mean, song. one of your songs saved me from a DUI. I don't know if you know that story. I don't. Which song? Police stop my car. 
<laughs> no, that's another one, though. But it was, uh, if you feel you've had a bit too many, grab a booth and sober up at Danny's. Oh, don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Yeah. Don't so drink I was, and drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. So I was uh, driving home. I was following some girls home from a bar at 2 in the morning uh, with their permission. That's important. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Qualify the story. Just to make sure. And then, but I did a California stop at a stop sign, which is 2 a.m. The cops are sitting there waiting for you. And so I blew a .04, which is half the limit. Oh. And the cop was like, well, I'm not going to let you drive home, but I'm not going to arrest you. So, you know, you can have your friends come back and pick you up. And I was like, can you take me to a Denny's? And he was like, all right, fine. And uh, and then I emailed Sean Alexander, and he was like, he could have given you reckless driving. He could have given you. I thought the cop was being a dick, and Sean was like, no, 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 no he was being very no, nice. No, he was yeah. very kind, and I Even sent him I was some free albums and a couple of concert <laughs> tickets. <as> I recall. <laughs> yeah, you had to bail me out. That's yeah. absolutely. You got his name? How'd you do that? No, nah, I'm kidding. I didn't know about this. <laughs> yeah, okay. this was after my time, right? Yeah, this is when you were um, older. Yeah, I was 21 or yeah. 22 or something like that. Yeah. You weren't still living at home, were you? No. I was probably, I mean, at this point I was living in uh, probably one of the apartments that you were paying for. <laughs> I think when I was... Uh, we're the only parents that go, we need you to get out on your own. How much is this going to cost? <laughs> Here's your hat, I so did live in my, yeah. yeah. I did live in my car for a few years here and there. You and, did? Uh, you know, but uh, whatever. Uh, but never... I was thinking back to, uh, I sent you that article about drinking. I don't know if you read, if you read any of my messages. I, I do sometimes, but you spam like your mother sometimes, so I don't read every one. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Which boy. one was it? Well, it was about the Wall Street Journal said that uh, anything more than one drink a day oh, is Oh, I did terrible. see that, yes. Yeah. Uh, it said all men should limit themselves to one drink, and I thought, there goes professional sports. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> right, yeah. It's and it said women have... should keep drinking whatever it takes to have sex with us. If you don't look like your picture, you're gonna buy me drinks until you do. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. So um, uh, but yeah, I was thinking back to another story about you. Um when um <laughs> you <laughs> I don't know how to this you this was important you taught me about drinking you sat me down and like gave me a long chat after this incident but mm -hmm. I was in your radio um station in the in your office I had a gig at Hooters every Wednesday for the first <laughs> I remember couple. this yes, yes yes yeah yeah, yeah. and so you he was buying advertising it was a terrible show by the way it was a Hooters casino and it wasn't even like a back room it was just like they had like an Applebee's booth <laughs> and so every 15 minutes, they'd announce the Pie Gow specials over the Over the ceiling. comics that we're yeah. trying to do a show. And you booked the show. as, a, as Yeah, a so I would yeah. book the show, but he was buying ads on your station. And I would come in every nepotism at nine. I would come in and promote the show. And so one time I was in the, I was just hanging out like a lost puppy. and I, But it was you and your advertising crew. And you were trying to get a hold of the guy. Right. who was buying the ads and you had scheduled this phone call with him but he wasn't picking up and then finally he picks up after like 10 attempts and there's all this background noise and he goes call, call me back in five minutes i promise i'll pick up the phone or whatever and he hangs up and i'm hiding behind you and you kind of forget i'm in the room and you go that guy reminds me of me when i did coke <laughs> Oops. And then everyone in the room is like frozen going, oh, your, your son, son is there. right there. Yeah. But you kind of laughed and you just shrugged and you go, hey, well, find out eventually. And then and well, then we sat down and had a long talk about it. And you were like, oh, back in the day, it was expensive and it was a treat. And yeah, it was but I fun. mean, I had already told you that I had problems with drinking. And I think I was really sure. Pretty but not specifically. Yeah, not when you were like eight. Right. Well, that was Ozzy's lecture. That was Ozzy. It was eight. his job to... <laughs> Yeah. Don't blame me, man. <laughs> but you I gave us you gave us vague. You did a great job. The other story is when I was sixteen, I got caught buying beer. Do you remember this? Uh, probably the, uh, not. Boy until Scouts. you tell more of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was in the Boy Scouts, and we stole one of the guys' IDs. Oh, whoops. I got a lot of different merit badges, but none that I was supposed to. 
and uh, <laughs> so you gave me money for a trip to buy food and i bought beer with a guy we had someone else buy it that looked old enough because uh-huh. uh, i obviously still look like an uh, embryo but um, <laughs> goat. yeah we bought beer at a campfire and then when the adults went out on their night we had a bunch of beer and and got drunk and then they caught us and then their apolo- their thing was they go we're not going to call your parents you have to tell them yourself right <laughs> and that was way you know that was way worse and so i was fearing this huge um you know i thought you're going to you know yell at me and whatever and then i told you and you go yeah be careful it's uh <laughs> it's, it's dangerous and <laughs> you're going to experiment but uh you know don't be an idiot. And I was like, well, that's no fun. And then that, yeah. you know. I was, so truthfully, really what I was thinking uh, is he actually told his parents. He didn't just lie and say he did. <laughs> what a loser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or hey, it, he tells on himself we don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, yeah. No, I actually was very impressed that you uh, did that. And um, I, to me, that's the best kind of uh, policing and parenting. Yeah. is to teach people to take responsibility for themselves. Because when you surprise them, like if you just beat them up or like when you kneel on their neck, yeah. I don't mean that as a joke, yeah. but no, I know. I but you, what I'm saying is, you know, there's ways that you can cause someone to actually think about what they did. Mm-hmm. And I think that's brilliant. Yeah. So I, yeah, I couldn't have given you grief. Plus I'd be a huge hypocrite. Yeah. No. Well, not that that's I've, part not that of I've never do done what that. I say. Yeah, sure. I've done that. Yeah, that's such a dated <laughs> model, do what I say, not as I do. Yeah. Come on. How hypocritical right. was that? Well, the, 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 pick, the catchy lines, you know, it, it doesn't really work very long, I think. Once, once you stop taking the lesson out of a nursery rhyme, then you're... <laughs> it doesn't bode well. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, but anyway, Andrew, just it, wanted to say great. Yeah. Great job, and, and yeah. thanks for exposing Thank me to bats early. Yeah. <laughs> Save a few of these stories for when I'm really old, okay? <laughs> He'll hear them all again uh, fresh. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm or, getting older, too, so i got to tell them while I still remember. Right, you still remember. That's good. Look <laughs> at me. I am old, but I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. From the moment I could talk. All right. Andrew Rivers, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, great to have you on the show. Um, nepotism at... Nine. I like that. All right. So uh, I'm going to call Titus, and we'll see if we get him on next week. Uh, any last calls for uh, items we want to talk about this week, guys? Nice. I, I sent. Did I send you a second email? Um, I you sent the pilot announcement, which is hilarious. But you also uh, sent a story about Finland scientists. Maybe this and is a good time for this. It's a cure for um, al- uh, for hangovers. They have a cure for hangovers. I should perhaps bring Andrew back for this. Uh, hold on a second. Let's see if he's still there. Go ahead. You still there, Andrew? I'm here. Okay. Do you still drink? Uh, rarely. I good. mean, uh, it's only a social thing for me, and so I and I don't have friends right now. So that's good. <laughs> There's nowhere to go, and you, you do you do imbibe in Mother Nature's uh, leaf, right? Sure, it's perfectly um, legal. Uh, yeah, big big fan of marijuana. Okay, um, alcohol was always easy for me because I was poor. To you know, <laughs> so like even when it when I was a comic, it they would go like two dollar cores lights nights, and I'd be like, well, I need that for food. I should have drank more. I could have used the calories. <laughs> Back when you were skinny, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's still skinny. All right, well, here's the hangover cure story out of Finland. And apparently this is real. A group of Finnish researchers yeah. believe they've discovered a cure for hangovers. Uh, for real. Uh, let's see. Is that, where's the rest of the story? <laughs> you got to hit the link, Bob. I hit the link. And didn't come up? Uh, it's sort of like it's behind a paywall. It's oh, on no. Bloomberg, right? Oh, uh, I don't Let, recall. Let's see. Yeah, that's all it says. Hold on a second. I'm going to hit the link again. Hangover <laughs> cure. Or the, So here's the other thing. When you find a paywall, yeah. you can frequently just Google the headlines of the story. Mm-hmm. And the way uh, newspapers work these days, yeah. 
they sell free sample articles and to license the them over various websites. Okay. So, uh, yes, Business Insider Media, Fox News, or Daily Mail. Let's go with Daily Mail. A pill tested by academics contains an amino acid called L-cysteine. Yes. They tested it on a, a bunch of men who drank for three hours. Uh, fewer hangover symptoms than those with a dummy pill. So they, yeah, they had a, mm. a control group. Control. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a cheap pill uh, in, it's 15p, which is how much is that in 15 Finland? pence. 15 pence? Yes. You would know that. Uh, and it's an amino acid that apparently alcohol destroys. It's already present in the body. It's also used to extend the shelf life of bread. Mm -hmm. And it turns out uh, that it keeps the hangover from happening. Less nausea, less headache, less stress, less anxiety. Or you could do like Andrew and go to Denny's. Or you could just go to Denny's. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, 20 bucks for a pack of 100 pills. Damn, that's cheap. Yeah. Somehow I, I, I feel that the alcohol industry is behind this. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if a lobby yeah. group wasn't funding the study. Published in the journal Alcohol and Alcoholism, uh, participants had to be well experienced in hangovers. <laughs> uh, initially, it was only men uh, for some reason, some women volunteered, but they, they got cut from the study. So we don't know for sure about women. Mm. Well, that's good. And we're all teetotalers except for Ed, right? That's correct. Yeah. Yes. Do you ever get a hangover? Um, not, not often at all. Occasionally at the cottage if we overdo on a Labor Day weekend, but otherwise no. Yeah. I'm a Scot though. So, so you just, should drink a lot. Yeah, well, I don't, though. I can't because I'm vain. I don't want to get fat. Right. Well, are you a thing. scotch drinker? I used scotch? to be a single malt guy. I've since gone to yeah. Dewar's as my only, uh, uh, my blended Dewar's. scotch is my only one, yeah. I know Very, about. very infrequently, but now and again. All right. And finally, we were talking about airlines. This story <laughs> broke while we were talking. American yeah. Airlines announces dropping service to 15 cities. And they, uh, f folks are saying this is just the beginning. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a house of cards. Temporarily stop flying routes to 15 small cities across the United States. Bleeding cash. The wow. tough part for them is they don't know where anyone wants to go with any regularity right now. Right. Nowhere. Yeah. Who wants to get on a plane? Because they, plane is, I mean, I know you guys are, uh, you know, at risk or whatever, but uh, <laughs> plane's pretty safe. Is because it safe? You, you think it's safe? Well, I, you know, I can only deduct from, we haven't heard tons of stories about sick flight attendants. We haven't heard passengers going like, I, I know I got it from this guy. Like there's been none of those stories and they because have they the might, air filters on there. Yeah. But they, they could be quashing it at the corporate level too. Like, hey, you guys, if anything, anybody gets sick, shut up. We're already in dire straits. We're down 85%. Sure. Do, do not pound any more nails into the corporate coffin. Yeah. I mean, everybody's looking for someone to blame. I totally get it. Um, you know, if everyone's saying the riots caused all of it, but how come the police didn't get sick? They were less than six feet away while they're beating the shit out of people. So yeah. it um, does look like the worst culprit is bars and restaurants. Places and right. with those ventilation. are where people get yeah. uh, indoors. Uh, indoors. Yeah. Well, people get drunk. Even this is my whole joke about two drinks is the new midnight is like nothing good happens after two drinks. Right. <laughs> because true. your inhibitions get lower. Like that study is basically like there's an old study that says it's good for your heart to have two drinks. If but everything wine. other than that goes up when you have two drinks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the things you do after two drinks are not good for your life. They're not you good know? decisions. No. Yeah. So, you know, and it starts out slow, you're four drinks, you're like, I'll text my ex-girlfriend, you know, and then five <laughs> drinks, you're like, I'll wear, I'm not going to wear a condom. And then, you know, seven drinks, you're like, I'm going to be a comedian. Like, yeah. no good decision. <laughs> Absolutely. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. I was drooling 
Understanding. 